In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love What up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Rumble, Getter, Roku, Fire Stick, Facebook. We're pretty much anywhere you can, um, any platform you have, you can you can watch Live from America. So thank you very much. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, Thank you very much for letting me do this for you every day. Today, I titled the show, The Taking Out the Trash Episode. Why? Well, we got a lot of good news here in our uh, patriotic Christian conservative universe today, and we're going to be taking out a lot of trash. So it's good when we have good news. It's good when we can take out a lot of trash, and we're going to start down at the border with our good friend, my brother from another mother, Ben Berkwam who has been taking out the trash more than anybody else when it comes to that uh, invasion of our southern border. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go down to the border and start our taking out the trash episode. Oh, we just don't have sound there? Let's get sound on that. There we go. Hola, no tienes armas. No tienes nada. 
Every night for these guys. Hey, thank you, sir. God bless you guys. Thank you. Every night, every night for these guys on the border. Are there still, are you guys, they're still in pursuit of others? We don't know. Okay. As far as we know, one guy is male. One? Okay. Thank you, sir. Put somebody down. I'm still looking for some more. What's up, guys? How you doing? Multiple units involved. These guys are all stuffed in the back. Still in their camouflage. Real America's Voice Law and Border down here in Douglas, Arizona. We're down covering where Border Patrol is telling us that every single night they have hundreds of people jump over. This whole area is controlled by the cartels and it's not what you see on mainstream media where you've got people pretending to claim asylum. These are criminals. These are people that have been previously deported. These are sex traffickers, drug traffickers. These are the bad dudes and it's all controlled by the cartels on the Mexico sides. And this is what happened. So we had a bailout situation tonight. There's a, an SUV involved with it. Uh, the driver bailed out. We actually followed police over and uh, apprehended him in one of the neighborhoods right over here. But you just see how much law enforcement is involved in this every single night for these guys, these border towns. And this is what mainstream media does not talk about. They don't want you to see this. They don't want you to see that every single night we are being invaded by military aged men that have bad intentions for America. And there you go, folks, Ben doing what he does best and getting the truth out to the American people. And when I say taking out the trash, I'm not calling the human beings that are trying to get to America trashy human beings. I don't know them. I don't know them. But when we're talking about here legally or illegally, when we're talking about what illegal immigration and people invading our southern border, what it does to our national security, what it does to our uh, economy, what it does in our neighborhoods, we don't know who's coming across. So yes, that is a good way to start the show out with taking out the trash. And God, bl uh, God bless Ben Berkwam for, for everything that he does. I mean, that guy, is he is unstoppable. He's always, always somewhere different. Every night I get a new video from him or a new text message or an email from him saying, you got to check this out. You can't believe this. You can't believe this. So I'm hearing a lot of this stuff the night prior to me playing it. And I'm just like, 
Unbelievable. Just an unbelievable job he's doing down there. But what an unbelievable mess the southern border has become. Amen? What a mess the southern border has become. I want to give some shout-outs to you guys. And remember, we have almost 400, almost 400 businesses on the American Strong Companies tab on JeremyHarrell.com. If you don't have a business there yet, go put one there. It's absolutely free, and you build it and you manage it. I don't. I have no control over managing it. You guys build it, manage it, put any, anything you want in there for imagery, and then you can copy the link and share the link out, and, uh, and you can get people to come there, and also they can shop with other people. It's all about building each other up, so make sure you guys uh, don't forget about the American Strong Companies directory. It's there for our good, to continue to build our parallel world as Christian conservatives to this liberal woke agenda that has taken over every industry in this country. And we've done a heck of a good job at it so far. So please make sure you check that out. Folks, we got to 750,000 now. We're almost at 751,000 rumbles total on Rumble. And remember, on your Rumble app, if you click the little, uh, it looks like a little thunderbolt, you click that and then you can hit a leaderboard. And right now, Live from America from yesterday is on that leaderboard with both shows. So as long as we keep staying on that leaderboard, folks, we're pushing the message out, we're pushing the gospel out, and we're continuing to grow our partnership with Rumble. Jeremy, are you are the only news podcast I listen to. Thank you for the truth, says Sharon Roth. We see Corn Pop. Our famous and wonderful Corn Pop is in the building. How you doing, Tabitha? Good to see you. Lisa Naquin is in the building. Kel Mar, armor of God, all you need. Amen. Alicia Wyda says, good morning, Sharon Roth. Hit that rumble button, says Greg77. And the same thing with on Getter. Hit those reposts. It goes really quick there. Sharing the links is caring. Uh, Carla Reynolds is watching. Scotty17 is in the building. How you doing, my friend? T. Mitchell3 is here. Barbara and Jim Peters. Let's shoot over to the LFA Facebook page. We've got Julie Sims right next door to me. We're going to get started with my campaign real quick. She's going to help. We've got Troy Ingram in the building. Sherry McDonald is watching. She says, hello, Patriots. Thomas Hammaker says, Uvalde Strong, Southwest Texas. Amen, sir. We've got Susie Fleming from New Hampshire. God bless you, Susan, uh, Susan Vermont, uh, Vermontis and Matt Darks. Now we're going to shoot over to our Getter page to give our Getter folks some love. Benny Clow Music. You guys, make sure you check out Benny Clow's music. He's a passionate artist, and uh, he is, he's a great guy as well. Vicky S. Bev1958. Tootsie is in the building. Trump45 for me. Trump is criminal, says you will slither away from my questions, won't you? Thank you for the views. Thank you for the likes. And I'm sure you're sharing to your liberal friends, too. God bless. Anyway, Kitty Six is in the building. Heidi Pfeiffer, Ruby Hines, Vicki Vale, Rebecca Lee. Jeremy canceled our homeschool Pizza Hut book. It is this morning. Keep their hands off my son. Amen, Rebecca. We're going to call them today. I tried calling them this morning. I got nothing, so we'll see what we get. Top shot is in the building, and one more. Let's give it to Kathy, 352. Now, before we get to the Lord this morning, folks, and really get into this verse of the day, which, by the way, was probably a little longer than usual, I do want to tell you, give you an, uh, give you an update on LFA TV. So, this is an incredible opportunity by God, ladies and gentlemen. We will have eight to ten hours a day of programming. 
and there will be shows. I'm not going to give you, and I'm not going to uh, spill the beans yet who the show hosts are going to be, um, but we're working on getting a, a, a six to eight wonderful, patriotic, Christian, conservative pay, uh, hosts to do one-hour shows every day, maybe a couple half-hour shows. Um, we're going to be doing everything, everything that you see now uh, from every other people, uh, from other people's point of view, stories that we're, they're working on as well. We're also going to have an entertainment and leisure and a sports section. And God is granting us this opportunity and this blessing uh, at such the perfect time because here's the great thing about it, folks. No more funds from the Live from America audience are needed other than what we already get every month. There are no additional funds needed to make this network happen. That is the greatness of God. I will explain a lot more to you as we get going, but you guys have done a wonderful thing here by creating your own news show, and now you've created your own news station. And it's going to be tremendous, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be full of wonderfully smart and capable patriotic, passionate people, and I cannot wait until we get the ball rolling on that. That'll be LFA TV. All right, verse of the day, folks. I titled it, Let the Holy Spirit Do His Job. I mean, if anybody can do his job, it is the Holy Spirit. It is Jesus Christ, and it is God himself. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. Verses of the day, Romans. This is a long one, so bear with me, okay? But listen very closely, because this is very important for every one of you, believer or non-believer. Romans 10, 9 through 17 If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call upon him for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if some, if uh, they've never heard about him and how can they hear about him unless someone tells them and how will anyone go and tell them without actually being sent? That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring us the good news. But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed in our message? So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news about Christ. Have you ever been asked, how do I become a Christian? Well, this verse gives you The very beautiful answer. Salvation is as close as your own lips and your own heart. People think it must be a a complicated process, but it's not. If we believe in our heart and say with our mouth that Christ is the risen Lord, we will be saved. In telling others about Christ, an effective witness must include more than being a good example. Eventually, we will have to explain the content, the what and the how of the gospel. Modeling the Christian life is important, but you will never be perfect like Christ. So you will need to connect the mind of the believer, of the unbeliever, and the message of the gospel. We must take God's message of salvation to any and all who will hear it so that they can respond to the good news. 
You must let the Holy Spirit then do his job. You are not a judge. You are not a jury. You are not an executioner. Your job is to be a messenger, and that is it. A messenger bringing the news to the people who need it most, like medicine to an ill individual. The Holy Spirit will then take over from there, and he will convict them and show them that the word of God is real, good, and pure. We pray for the power, the knowledge, and the stamina to be good messengers of the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, remove your hats if you're wearing one. Let's give uh, respect to God and on God's name while we all pray the Lord's Prayer and get ready to rumble for life from America. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, I got to tell you something else too. A lot of people, I've been talking to a lot of people about this LFA TV thing, and I said this, think about how God works. God is so powerful, God is so great, and God is so unbeatable that he has made Live from America a success while being banned from YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Spotify podcasts, PayPal, and every other major institution out there, and we're still successful. All glory goes to God on that, and it shows you that you can't beat God. Now, who is ready to rumble? I know I am. Lift your cups up in the air, folks. Let's have our first slurp of the day and get some fuel on that fire. And please, rumble and share and like the video. Sharing the rumble link is very important, folks. This has been our home. They were here for us when we had nobody, and now we're here for them, and we're growing together. It's a great partnership. Here we go. Recalled. That is the first word of the, uh, of, the, of, of the beginning of the show. First and foremost section, I just titled Recalled because that's exactly what happened in San Francisco to the district attorney that we talked about yesterday. Far left progressive Marxist Chase Abudin has been voted out of office in a very, very blue city of San Francisco. That's Nancy Pelosi, Stretch Face Armstrong's backyard. But what do you expect from a kid who had terrorists as parents? And no, not the terrorists that the DOJ is labeling you as today. I'm talking he had real domestic terrorist parents. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. What we're talking about right now is God winning while getting a very blue DA voted out of office in a very blue Nancy Pelosi-like city. Chesa Budin, the radical far-left DA of San Francisco, has been successfully voted out of office by recall. It turns out that even the people of very blue San Francisco have limits when it comes to out-of-control crime. They talk a good game about defunding the police until it comes right to your back door. Budin now has the distinction of being too far left for even San Francisco. Folks, if you are too far left for even San Francisco, then maybe the United States is not the country that you want to live in. Maybe going to Venezuela, maybe going to Cuba, maybe going to Iraq, Iran, North Korea, or any of those uh, countries that are similar 
Maybe that would be a better choice for Chase Abud. Maybe we should get him a one-way ticket to any of those countries that he would like to go to, even first class. San Francisco District Attorney Chase Abudin was projected to be ousted in the recall, marking a stunning setback for progressive advocates of the criminal justice reform. The Associated Press called the race around 12.04 a.m. Budin's loss is the latest and loudest signal that voters' appetites for reform is softening amid a nationwide spike in violent crime from city to city, from sea to shining sea. His replacement will now be chosen by Mayor London Breed, another Democrat. Okay, we get it. We didn't think that there was going to be a Republican put in there, but that's not the buried lead, and that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story is America is coming back to the right. The center is moving to the right, the left is moving to the center, and the far left are already off the, uh, off the edge, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, Budin's first, Budin first took office in early 2020 and ran on a slew of progressive promises, including to end cash bail, stop the practices of prosecuting children as adults, and offer defendants the chance to enter a rehabilitation program rather than prison. However, crime has remained roughly the same in San Francisco as far as the amount of crimes, but it's not the amount of crimes that San Francisco citizens are worried about. It is the nature of the crime that they were worried about, okay? When you're doing tiny misdemeanors and that's racking up as far as how much crime is in the city, that's one thing. But when you see a massive graduation from misdemeanors to felonies, well, that's an entirely different thing. And that's exactly what happened. And now, good riddance to bad rubbish. This is the taking out the trash edition. And we just took out the first trash. Well, the second, because Ben took out the first bag. We just took out the second bag. So, in live from America fashion, why don't we go ahead and cue the music? Bye bye. Have a good one. Oh, and we got another one for these kind as well. It goes like this. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Bye, bye, bye. Peace out. Kick rocks. Whatever words you want to use. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Woo! America is coming back. Well, we still got a lot more trash to take out, folks. So let's go from one dumpster to another. Trump endorsed Arizona Senate candidate Blake Masters gets a trashy far left Arizona reporter journalist from the mirror uh, fired after exposing his very racist, very sexist, very homophobic tweets. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, the one thing that's beautiful about the Internet is the Internet never forgets. And when you've got a new Republican Party with their foot on the throat of the Democratic Party, well, this is the kind of war you can expect, and this is the kind of war you're going to keep seeing. Tit for tat, fight fire with fire, whatever you want to call it, this new Republican Party is not about to cow down, bend over, and take another shellacking from the Democratic Party. Early on Tuesday, Trump endorsed Arizona Senate candidate Blake Masters exposed a very fake news journalist for disgusting tweets about women, Asians, blacks, and gays, which resulted in the immediate termination of this reporter, another far-left reporter, fired from a far-left publication, just like a far-left district attorney was fired from a far-left city. Starting to see the pattern here of God working, guys. 
The former reporter, Dylan Rosenblatt, has previously lied about Blake Masters on a multiple different a multiple different occasions, falsely claiming that he, quote, wants to allow states to ban contraception use and that he is a Nazi sympathizer. The Gateway Pundit previously reported that Masters promised to sue the Arizona Mirror over these defamatory claims. These radical left-wing smears have been uh, used by his rhino primary competitors who are upset after losing President Trump's endorsement to Blake Masters. Earlier uh, yesterday, however, Masters ended the career of the poor, lying hack after discovering disgusting tweets by Rosenblatt against women, Asians, blacks, and gays. Masters tweeted, You shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. And if you got a glass jaw, you should watch your mouth. I th- assume he's quoting Eminem from that one. But anyway, you, or maybe that's 50 Cent. I don't know. Either way, that sounds very familiar. It sounds very G-Unit-ish for the younger crowd out there that knows what I'm talking about. Also, you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a house. Uh, so he, he posted that on Twitter, and then he posted it, obviously, on all his other uh, platforms as well. The exposure of these horrible statements led to the immediate firing of Rosenblatt. Now, I don't know if I want to go read all of the statements for you, um, but I will, I will read some of them. So let me go over to these, to these tweets real quick. But, I mean, here's one. He says he's replying to uh, Zach Blatt. And he says, F you, you N word, and then F word describing a gay man. F you, you N word, gay F word. There's one of them. Here's another one. I can do this all day. You again, N word, gay F word. And then he says it again. He keeps just going on. And then he says, only black people can say, N-word with an A on the end of it, but I can say I'm both because I'm black, says Dylan Rosenbolt. And then he says, he just keeps using the N-word like it's it's crazy, I don't know. But then he said, things longer than Kim Kardashian's marriage, Asian people's nether regions. And then he says, they do have some black in them, talking about two girls, And he says, I might be racist with a hashtag. And here's another one. A South Korean woman had to take the driving test 960 times before she got her license. Is it okay to stereotype here? Hmm. And then he says, I think Olivia Munn is hot. Quote, she's part Asian. But so is Beyonce. Reasons I'm not racist. Anyway, he says a lot of more, a lot of other things like I only deal with women for three reasons, sex, money, and making me sandwiches. Long story short, the guy's trash. And Blake Masters decided he was going to take out the trash, which he did. And of course, now he is fired. So let's play the other one. Here we go. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Or how about this one? Train the swamp, train the swamp, like a Drain the swamp and lock them up. Hey, we've got a lot more trash to take out, folks. This is the hefty bag edition. So hopefully, much like the rhino uh, edition where you have your your rhino uh, ammunition and your rhino hunting permits, I hope you have your glad bags because there's a lot of trash to take out today. Somebody better call Casella. We need a dumpster because here's the next one. Hunter Biden's favorite. 
Las Vegas hooker, and the very same hooker who was in the video of the screenshots that I was showing you yesterday when Hunter Biden thought he was Doc Holliday flipping his gun around in front of the camera. Yeah, pew, 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 pew. Anyway, his very favorite hooker who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, who was seen in that video. I bet you guys didn't know this, but you're going to know now. She got a $20,000 federal PPP loan for a female-owned sole proprietorship business. Right after Joey Applesauce, the big guy, Corn Pop, Mr. Harry Legs himself with the tiny little circles with nobody in them, soon as he took office, Hunter Biden's favorite hooker gets a $20,000 federal PPP loan. Well, that's just incredible, isn't it? It's amazing how she just got a $20,000 PPP loan. I wonder if she has to pay it back. Oh, I love exposing these people. Let's get into this story. First, before we do that, though, let's, uh, let's show you a quick uh, slide, slide picture here of dun, 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 ah, Hunter Biden, a Las Vegas prostitute who bought crack and had orgies with Hunter Biden, got a $20,000 federal PPP loan right after old big guy took office. Her name is Cheryl DeBovis. Cheryl DeBovis received $20,207 in PPP money. That is money that took out of your taxes, by the way, for a female-owned sole proprietorship, according to the Daily Wire. The hooker's loan was listed under independent artists, writers, and performers. So that means she was probably trying to, you know, get her singing career off the, uh, off the ground and, and, and doing some of that uh, Britney Spears dancing. I don't know. Who knows what it is? Long story short, she was a hooker and she got a PPP loan for independent artists writing and performing. The prostitute who brought crack and, 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 you know, had orgies with the president's son, she gets it from the father. Isn't that odd? Weird. The federal loan was issued through Capital Plus Financial LLC in April of 2021. This loan's status is reported by the SBA as paid in full. Well, paid in full? I wonder who did that. I guess we better follow some money which includes both loans repaid and those fully forgiven from the repayment under the PPP guidelines. So she didn't even have to pay back some of it, but she did. Doesn't it sound like there's some money funneling going on here in some way, shape, or form? I don't know. The loan status was last updated by the SBA in October of 2021. And according to the Daily Wire, Luke uh, Rosiak, the reporter there, the hooker asked Hunter Biden for help after a drug deal uh, dealer threatened her. So now you got a drug dealer out there threatening her for who knows what. And so she reached out to Hunter and she said, Hunter, Hunter, please, I need you. And Hunter's like, not now, woman, not now. I am combing this shag carpet for Parmesan and rocks, but I need you. I need a PPP loan to pay back this drug dealer. He's going to kill me. Damn it, woman, let me call the big guy. Hold on. Dad, dad, dad. Yeah, it's me. Uh, uh, my girlfriend in Las Vegas. Your, your hooker son, no, my girlfriend, whatever, dad. She needs money. Get her money now. And they do it through a PPP loan. <laughs> Sorry for that. Sorry for that. Uh, that bit of acting there. I was just, you know, acting stupid. Anyway. 
Um, she later desperately pleaded to Hunter for Hunter's help, saying she was being threatened by a male drug dealer. Hunter ignored her until she was... It's an H word used for, I want to have sex, please come over. Anyway, Hunter ignored her unless he ne- she needed his services or he needed her services in her profession. We'll say it that way. Now, here's some back and forth conversations the hooker had with Hunter Biden, the smartest guy that Joey Applesauce happens to know. Ready for this? And I'll leave out things that, you know, probably shouldn't be said. Honestly, babe, the problem is you having too many girls there. Debovis said, according to these, uh, to these text messages, I understand you like a lot of girls, but that's fine. Do one at a time at the tops to which is fine, but just hire the second girl for like an hour. Biden asked Debovis, WTF, babe, where are you? Question mark. She later told Hunter that she spent all of his money on heroin and needles. Baby, I'm so sorry. Listen, I'm not trying to take advantage of you, but I spent all that money that you gave me on black, she said in the next text to Hunter, according to Luke Rosiak. I went to Walmart to get needles, babe. Come on now. Come on, man. <laughs> I went to Walmart to get needles. Come on, man. Come on, man. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, long, long story short. We got to go ahead and we've got to give the Biden family, Hunter, the big guy, all of them, the hooker, all of them. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Come on, babe. I already spent all that money on black and then I went to Walmart to get needles. Give me more money. Do it through a PPP loan. Come on. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. (sighs) <laughs> wow you know it's 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 not funny but it is funny it's actually really sick and twisted and we should pray for them i get that and i have not all the time maybe not as much as i should but i have but wow what a clown show drugs are bad okay oh wait hold on hold on Cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> take it from rick james Cocaine is a hell of a drug. All right, folks, let's keep taking out the trash, shall we? And this time, we're going to focus our attention on the White House press secretary, Mean Gene Nobody, literally the most ignorant and boring person on the planet. If Mean Gene Pierre was a country, was a war, she would be the war between Russia and Ukraine. Just straight out boring and nobody cares about it. Anyway, I have to show you this video. <laughs> I could not believe... My ears when I heard this, they have put this woman in such, see, see, at least circle back Jen Psaki was smart enough to realize the sink was shipping and she better call for help, get that life, bo- get that life raft thrown to her and uh, head over to MSD and see at least Little Red Lying Hood had that much sense. She knew the ship was going down. Mean Jean Pierre, nobody, she just walks in there, she doesn't even answer a question that w- with an answer that would fit that question, almost like if you said, hey, what color are your socks today? And she said, oh, the toast I ate this morning was amazing. Hey, how was your drive into work? Uh, you know, I woke up and took a bath. What? That's pretty much how the questions and answers go with mean gene nobody. But this is even worse, folks. They put her in such a bad spot. They put her in such a pickle answering questions that there's no, there's no answer to. Now she's just going to straight out lie and say, you know what, I'll just, go, I'll just go off the cuff here. 
we've got the strongest economy in history. And we are well equipped to deal with this inflation and tackle it, even though we created it. Anyway, here's the video. <laughs> you got to see it for yourself. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. Whoa. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start uh, really working on uh, lowering prices. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say time, to you, is time, that the on. economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I can't believe my ears there. You're probably going to have to help me. I'm getting a little older. My ears are they're not quite working the right way. Did she just say that we have the strongest economy historically? And that we can, we're in a better position to tackle inflation than any than any other administration than anybody else in history, ladies and gentlemen. I got to give that this one right here. That is the 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 most ignorant, most misleading, most false story I have ever heard in my life. We've got the best economy. What historically? What are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Americans are literally suffering. And when I mean suffering, I mean people are literally going hungry. Babies are going hungry. $5 a gas national average. $10 a gas in some high places. What? A gallon of milk today costs what? Five gallons of milk would have cost four years ago. What? So, like I said, folks, they don't have anything else. They just, the only thing they have left is just resorting to straight out lies. Straight out lies. Here's the thing about that, though. You don't have to have a fact checker to know that that's a lie. You don't need Jeremy Harrell, Real America's Voice, Ben Berkwam, or anybody else to tell you that's a lie. You don't need Tucker Carlson. Heck, you don't even need Richard Maddow to tell you that is a lie. All you have to do is go to the store and come home and look at your wallet. And ask yourself, did this look like this four years ago? And if it didn't, hey, you know that that was a lie. Amen? Taking out the trash, folks. That's what it's all about. We just continue to take out the trash. I couldn't believe that when I heard that. I just could not believe when I heard she said we have the strongest economy in history. All right, folks. Now, based on that, I want to show you a very visual graph, if I may. So let me get to the um, let me get to where I had it here. This graph is very visual, but it really explains exactly how dangerous our federal government is. And what I mean by that is they are spending us into death. They are spending us into a third world country. They are overspending us into poverty and they are overspending us into famine. Possible future famines. I am not lying when I say this. And what I'm about to show you will hit home. So incredibly hard, okay? Now, our federal government obviously <laughs> operates on a lot bigger budget than our homes, correct? But that doesn't change the process and how you should budget. More money has to come in than what's going out. Or at the very least, the same amount of money that's come in has to be equal to the same amount of money that's going out. 
If it's the other way around, if you are bringing in less money than you are spending out, sooner or later, you are going to lose your house. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose anything that you ever owned. They're going to liquidate your entire life. You're going to live under a bridge, homeless, broke, hopeless. Well, unless you have Christ, but you get what I'm saying, right? You can't do that forever. But our federal government doesn't seem to think so. And how dangerous is this? Because it puts our national security at risk. It puts our wealth at risk. It puts our retirements at risk. It puts our children at risk. It puts the entire country at risk. And you don't think that people like China, people like Iran, people like uh, North Korea, even Russia, you don't think that they've been sitting there just, just chomping at the bits for this day, for our economy to be this bad? But this, at the very least, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we need to constitutionally remove these people because we pay them to go destroy us. Would you pay anybody, would you pay a pool guy to go out and just stab holes in your pool? Would you do that? Would you pay an auto mechanic to rip out every, uh, every piece of your engine and then give you back a carcass? Because that's exactly what's happening. And this is how dangerous our federal government is, Republicans and Democrats. Check this out. U.S. budget versus family budget. Here's a good way of understanding. The median household in America right now makes 67521 Now, in New Hampshire, it's quite a bit lower than that. But nationally, median household income, $67,500, okay? If a family spent money like the federal government spent money, it would spend $113,820 a year. That is over double what they make. That means these guys, the federal government, is literally spending over double what they're pulling in, which means, go to the third graph here, which means that it would have put 46299 on the credit card in 2021, despite already being $474,282 in debt. So you're bringing in $67,000, your $474,000 in debt, and you add this last year alone. How long do you think that your household could survive like that? How long? How long do you think that your family would survive if you operated the same way fiscally as our federal government operates? Because if you scale that up or, or scale down, the ratio is the same. And the outcome will be the same. You cannot spend us into nothing and still be the most powerful country on the planet. And this is all done on purpose. That's the scary part. That's the scary part. This is all done on purpose by both parties. And it needs to stop. And it needs to stop as soon as possible. And again, and again, if it is up to us in this moment to remove these people by constitutional law, we have the authority to do that if they are putting our nation in harm's way, if they are putting our citizens at risk of famine, death, overpowering from another nation, military uh, invasion, whatever. They're putting us at risk in every, in every category whether it be the southern border, whether it be the economy, whether it be our 401ks, whether it be our value of our homes, whether it be the value of our entire country, they are putting us at risk. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called treason. Word of the day. Remember Mr. Uh, Rogers Neighborhood, they had a word of the day. Well, we got a word of the day. Treason. 
Treason. Joe Biden and the entire left-wing communist Marxist party are guilty of treason. See, the reason why I keep doing that is because I'm going to have my producer put the word treason where my hands are on the short clip that we put out. Because I want people to understand exactly the what the crimes that are being committed against the American people are. And it is treason. Even at a monetary level, it is treason. Now, while we're talking about taking the trash out, we have to talk about all of these woke corporations and these woke companies that we keep hammering, hammering, and hammering on. And the problem with these woke corporations and these woke companies is they think that you have no other alternative. But what they're too stupid to realize is when they made us build our own alternatives, that's exactly what we did. And like I said yesterday, we're not going to forget what you did to us because now we've got a home base, a headquarters, and the rebels are coming back for everything that you did to them. So get rid of Netflix, get rid of Voodoo, get rid of Hulu, get rid of all of them, get yourself Pure Flix and get yourself Rise TV and stream your favorite news shows and you'll have everything you ever need, okay? Rise.tv. TV, folks. This is a very, very important uh, message to you guys, so let's go ahead and go through them right now. If you go to Rise.TV, you're going to get conservative content, Christian conservative content, uh, patriotic content, okay? Anti-communist content. You're not going to get propaganda. You're going to get truth, and you're going to get patriotism, and you're going to get passion, and you're going to get them in movies. You're going to get them in documentaries. You're going to get them in podcasts. You're going to get them in comedy, everything, hidden agendas, personal development, presentations. Look at all these different categories, spirituality, editor's picks, series, um, top 10 series, Edge of, the, uh, Edge of Wonder series, shows. I mean, the list goes on and on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Rise.tv. Check them out. I believe it's $9.99 a month. And uh, hey, we just got to keep plugging away. We got to keep taking out the trash. And sooner or later, we will see victory again. And victory like we've never, ever, ever seen before in this country. Now, moving on to taking out more trash. Let me first take a drink of my Java. If you guys can... Please share out the Rumble link one more time. And if you're watching on Getter, why don't you do me a favor? Go over on Rumble and grab that link and share it for me too. I'd appreciate it. All right, here we go. We got breaking news last night at about 9.30 p.m. And I could not wait to do this story today. Because it seems Antifa is back in the news again. But this time they're not out there flexing their tiny little weakling living in your mom's basement muscles. No, no, no. This time the state is flexing its muscles on Antifa. San Diego grand jury has indicted 11 Antifa militants for attacking Trump supporters during a Patriot mark in Pacific Beach. Finally, finally, we are coming back for the trash that is Antifa. But it's weird that they indicted 11 people because I thought it was just an idea, according to Jerry Nadler. Just an idea. Well, they just arrested, or they just indicted 11 ideas, I guess, because here we go. In January 2021, a mob of Antifa terrorists assaulted a small group of Trump supporters in San Diego, California. Antifa goons attacked Trump supporters with pepper spray after verbal confrontation escalated on the boardwalk in Pacific Beach. And according to the San Diego Tribune, 
There was a heavy police presence on the boardwalk and law enforcement declared the gathering unlawful by early afternoon. And I remember when this happened, by the way. I remember sharing this video. Police arrested several violent protesters that day and a grand jury in San Diego indicted 11 defendants yesterday, according to the San Diego County District's Attorney's Office. Again, folks, this is happening in a very blue state and it's happening over a year later and you can't tell me God's not at work. Police arrested several violent protesters that day. The indictment actually calls out Antifa by name and alleges all defendants are, quote, get this, you're not going to believe how God works in mysterious ways. Not only did it call Antifa out by name, but they allege that all defendants are, quote, affiliated with Antifa and, quote, used force, fear, and violence to further their interests and agendas and suppress the interests of others. The grand jury brought 29 felony counts, including conspiracy, and that was reported by Fox 5 San Diego. Prosecutors say 29 felony counts have been filed against the defendants, including conspiracy to commit a riot, use of tear gas, and assault with a deadly weapon stemming from the January 9th, 21 clash at the Patriot March, which was ultimately declared an unlawful assembly because of Antifa's presence. Now you're starting to understand a little bit more about Charlottesville. Now you're starting to understand a little bit more about January 6th. Remember, these people were involved in those places as well. Now you're starting to understand a little bit more about the Boston Free Speech Rally that I almost got killed at. According to the indictment, the defendants responded to social media posts calling for counter-protesting about one week prior to January 9th and showed up dressed in black clothing armed with weapons and protective gear. The indictment was returned following 13 days of testimony heard by the grand jury, according to the DA's office. All of the defendants pled what? Of course, not guilty, because how can an idea be guilty? Long story short, Lord in heaven, thank you so very much for answering our prayers. Lord in heaven, thank you very much for exposing the darkness in every corner of this country. And thank you for putting the right people on the case to put this evil behind bars and get them off the streets. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo! We got a lot of trash to take out, folks. I hope you guys got more bags because I got more trash. And we got 10 more minutes, so let's fill up as much as we can. Here we go. Former Pennsylvania Democrat congressman pleads guilty to fraudulently stuffing ballot boxes for Democrat candidates. I'm telling you, it's all coming apart at the seams for these guys. A former Democrat congressman in Pennsylvania pled guilty in a ballot stuffing case this week. Michael J. Ozzie Myers, an old school Philly Democrat, pled guilty Monday to violations of election law, conspiracy, bribery and obstruction. Wow. And this is the bottom of the barrel, folks. Wait until we get to the top of the barrel and we find out who's paying all these scumbags. The federal government said ballots were stuffed in the 2014, 2015, and 2016 primary elections, and Myers was the mastermind behind the ballot stuffing scheme. In a sentencing memo, dated Friday, federal prosecutors said that, quote, his criminal efforts were generally were generally, although not exclusively, directed at securing election victories for local judicial candidates running for Philadelphia's Court of Common Pleas or Municipal Court 
who had employed Myers as a political consultant. That means that he was securing election victories for judges. And we all know how important judges have become in this country, or I should say how unimportant judges have become to actually upholding the Constitution and the law. But that's what he was doing. He was expelled from Congress in 1980, a year after I was born, after being caught taking bribes in an ab-scam sting ex, uh, investigation. Prosecutors said Myers, who's now almost 80 years old, admitted he bribed a judge of elections to add votes for his chosen candidates, including clients who were running for judicial offices and the bribes were hundreds or thousands of dollars. He conspired with another elections judge to tell voters on election days which candidates they should vote for, candidates that Myers had selected, and the now former judge cast fraudulent votes for people who did not even appear at the polls. Folks, God promises you that evil will be dealt with. God promises you that he will deal with that evil on his time and at his will. And all you have to do is keep believing that that's true. Keep believing that God's promises to you will never be broken and keep your foot on the gas. This is not time to let up. As a matter of fact, it's time to push the gas even harder. Amen? We have more trash to take out, so let's do that right now. Remember in the beginning of the show when I showed you mean, Jean, Miss Boring Pierre and how incredibly lost she is that she resorted to lying and saying that we've got the best economy to deal with inflation to deal with the gas prices we are poised to beat this now more than ever because trump's economy sucked and ours is so great well folks here is a combating message from within the administration and it comes from no further than biden's commerce secretary as she on uh cnn basically threw in the towel when it comes to gas prices, check this out. <clears throat> Joe Biden's commerce secretary yesterday threw in the towel on the gas prices and said this, and I quote, there isn't very much more that we can do or that can be done. As gas prices hit another record yesterday and will hit another record today, CNN's Kate Bolden asked Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, what is actually still on the table to bring gas prices down at this point? Quote, the reality is there isn't much more to be done, Romando said, blaming Vladimir Putin for high gas prices. Since Putin moved troops to the border of Ukraine, gas prices have gone up more than $1.40 a gallon, she said, as if that has anything to do with gas prices, you ignorant, ignorant know-nothing. Gas prices were already spiking before Putin put troops on the border of Ukraine. They were already spiking. And if you don't believe me, let's go to a graph because we've got one. Here it is. Boom. Biden got elected right here. Biden got elected right here. This was Trump. Oh, this was COVID. And this just happened to be when Biden got elected. And then like a rocket ship. Oh, oh, look what happened right here. Ukraine invasion. Ukraine invasion happened when Biden's gas prices were already higher than Trump's ever were. So stop lying. Show that to your Democrat loser friends and, and colleagues. Show them how dumb they really are when they say this stuff. Show them. Because Biden's Commerce Secretary says, 
There's nothing more than can be done. I guess we're just screwed at this point. No. The reason why the gas prices are at an all-time high is because the Biden administration is doing exactly what Trump said they would do during the presidential debates of 2021 going into 2022, or 2020, excuse me, going into 2021. He said he's going to kill the oil industry. He's going to kill the natural gas industry. Remember that, Texas. Remember that, Pennsylvania. Remember that, Ohio. I remember those words very, very explicitly like they were yesterday. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's why gas prices are through the roof. Now, we've got one more story, and it's a very good story. And I always save my good stories for last. So here we go. If you live in the great state of Tennessee, you at least got to give your governor some credit for this one. Because your governor in Tennessee has signed executive orders that will actually keep children safe in schools and not this gun control crap that isn't going to do a darn thing. I'm looking for anybody that actually wants to take steps to secure our children in schools. And I don't care how that comes as long as it doesn't come in the form of more red flag laws or gun control. And that's exactly what Tennessee Governor Bill Lee is doing. He signed an executive order on Monday to ensure working safety protocols at schools and to evaluate training for law enforcement for handling active shooter scenarios. In the bid to fortify school security across the state after the recent mass shootings, um, this order strengthens accountability and transparency around existing school safety planning and ensures uh, Tennessee parents that the efforts to protect students and children will continue. And the first form of uh, protection is one way in, one way out once children are in school, unless there's another possibility for doors to be open for children to go outside or do whatever they got to do. Every single place is you cannot enter. There's no way to enter unless this one focal entry point. That's a very smart move. Matter of fact, that should have been happening a long time ago. A long time ago, that one, that one sole entry point should have been guarded and it should have been uh, secured so that people going in and out we're, we're verified who they are. And the other thing that the governor did is said, we're even going to be working with local law enforcement to find out what kind of armed guards may be needed at what schools. Obviously, there won't, needing, there won't need to be armed guards at every school, but some schools, some schools where, we have an, uh, where, where, where uh, shooters may target, we're going to have armed guards at those single entry points. And that's exactly what should happen. So I got to give it to Governor Bill Lee. And when asked if he would do any kind of gun control measures in order to stop gun, uh, school shootings, he said no. No. Because criminals don't obey laws. They don't obey the gun laws that are already there. So why would, they, why would they obey any further gun restrictions and any gun laws? No, we're not focused at any time on gun control. We're focusing on securing our schools like you would secure any other business. And that was a very smart statement to make. So hopefully he stays true to that. Hopefully they secure their schools there, have a single entry point, make sure it's guarded, make sure it's secure, make sure that anybody going in there is verified, and boom! Your children will be safe. It's not that hard. You don't need to take away gun, a, a law-abiding gun owner's um, weapons to, 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 to defend themselves against the tyrannical government or anybody else wanting to do them harm in order to stop a criminal who does not follow those rules to begin with. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now, we're going to call Pizza Hut. Yeah, I know. I got it. 
We're going to call Pizza Hut. Now, I didn't get through to them earlier, but I will give you the number so you guys can all call too. There's two numbers here, so I need your fingers ready. And I need you guys all on Facebook, Getter, Rumble, Roku, Firestick, wherever you're watching, take down this number and let's call all day long. There's two of them. The first one you're going to call, this is the customer service hotline. We're not going to call this one. We're going to call headquarters, but I did call both this morning. 1-800-948-8488. I will say that one more time. 1-800-948-8488. And for the corporate office, 1-502-874-8300. Again, 502-874-8300. Let's call that one right now. All I have to do is go right back into my already calls this morning. Hello, and thank you for calling the Yum Brands Louisville offices. Our office hours are Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5.30 p.m., and Fridays, 8 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have automated our switchboard capabilities. You may choose from multiple options. Thank you for calling. Please choose from the following options, and please listen to all options before making a selection. For KFC, press 2. For Yum, press 3. For Pizza Hut, press 4. For Pizza Hut, press 4. And we're calling. Thank you for calling Pizza Hut and KFC Global. How may I direct your call? Yes, hi. Uh, I'm calling um, as a concerned uh, customer and also as a host of a news show to talk with somebody in uh, Pizza Hut executives uh, who can talk with us a little bit more about the, uh, the grooming that's happening with, uh, with children and transgenderism. I'm going to have a direct line to anyone in office. At this time, the only available person to speak to will be through customer service for this issue. Um, I can either give you their number or I can transfer you um, at 1 when they open. Oh, they, well, see, I called earlier, and they, they did say they opened at 1 central time, I think it was? Yes, correct. So at if, so if I'm Eastern, I can call at 2 o'clock, and I can call uh, 800-948-8488? Correct. And we can uh, give our complaints to customer service about this? Yes, they'll all need to be entered through there. All need to be entered through there. Well, I appreciate your help today. Thank you very much. Yep, no problem. Have a good rest of your day. All right, God bless. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Sometimes, folks, sometimes we, we, we get nice people who are just working for a company. And uh, so that's the number to call, folks. Do not call the corporate office. Call 1-800-948-8488 at 2 o'clock Eastern Time. They're open from 2 to midnight every single day of the week. It's really odd. But two to midnight, call uh, 800-948-8488 and let's flood, flood, flood. Don't worry, we're going to call tonight on my night show too. We're going to make sure that they get it just like State Farm did. You're not going to get away with this crap. Not on our watch, okay? But she was very nice and I got to give her I got to give her uh, props on that one. She was a very nice girl. Um, remember folks, armor of God. We need to keep sharing it. We need to keep getting it out there to as many people as possible. You can find it on YouTube, Getter. Um, you can find it on Facebook. You can find it on Apple. You can find it on Spot. Any download or music site, make sure you guys continue to spread the message of the armor of God. We will be working on getting uh, on radio spins across the country and including Sirius XM with 63, The Message. And do not forget also that we have a 20% 
sale store-wide right now on JeremyHarrell.com. And, of course, we have multiple, multiple Armor of God hats there as well. And, uh, um, of course, we have a lot of uh, children's shirts as well that, uh, that promote patriotism they can wear to school, okay? All right, folks, that's going to do it. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Get your phones ready because we're calling Pizza Hut live. We're going to light them up, light them up. Remember, guys, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. See you at 5 p.m. Peace.